blessings my family we're back at it again with another episode of two sugars no sleep here to help you kickstart your brand your career and your life in today's episode we are talking about micro influencers we're talking about creative consultants we're talking about people who are building their creative entrepreneur entrepreneurial business from the ground up right now um, it's a Q&A style episode so I love Q&A videos so if you guys have any questions please DM them to me I need more things to make videos and podcasts about um, but essentially we talk about uh, how do you actually build your portfolio build your clientele if you're so early in the process that you don't have anybody to actually pay you for your services, right? Like, because if you want clients, you need to have case studies showing your process and your POV. Um, but to get that, you need to actually have clients. Or do you? Well, that's what we talk about in today's video. We give you about six different ways that you can get around having paying clients, um, but still build your portfolio, show your expertise, and use that and flip that to be able to get some ma 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 moolah. All right? So check it out and let me know what you think. I'll see you on the other side. Yo, what's going on, Instagram? You already know what it is. It's your boy, Young Leaky, stepping in for the check-in. I'm back at it again with another video, and today I wanted to share some gems and some wisdom for anyone who is trying to build their creative agency or their creative consulting practice from scratch. So this video actually goes out to the homie, Glory. Yes, his name is Glory. Very majestic, very beautiful. And he's coming all the way from Namibia. And he had a question around, what do you do if you want to build your portfolio, but you don't have any clients yet, right? So if you don't have any clients, you, you're entering a new niche, you're starting from scratch, but you know that you need a portfolio and you need proof of work to actually get people in the door, how do you build that, right? So this video is going to go out to anyone who is in that same position. So we have a number of tips that I'm going to go through, but the first thing that we need to do is we need to zoom out and we need to think about what is the actual point of a portfolio? The actual point of a portfolio is to uh, show credibility, number one, to show that you're someone who is the real McCoy, the real McGee, who can actually do the job. That's the first thing you wanna do. The second thing that you wanna do with a portfolio and case studies is you want to document your actual process, right? You wanna show people like, how do you actually solve problems and walk them through that so that they can get uh, prepared uh, to work with you and understand like, all right, this is what I'm actually getting. And then the third thing that you wanna actually accomplish with a portfolio and with case studies is to create social proof. Social proof. Social proof is one of the key drivers of all decisions that people make. Like we love to, to like, you know, people are like crowd mentality type people. Like, I don't want to say herd mentality or crowd mentality, but, you know, we want to go where there are other people so we know that it's legit. So social proof is one of the big things that you want to show in your portfolio, okay? So now that we understand those first principles, let's think about all the different ways that you can actually build your portfolio um, that don't require you to have paying clients, okay? So the first thing that you can do um, if you're a student, um, if you're somebody who's just starting out, leverage online courses, leverage classes from college. Those are a really, really, really great way to build your portfolio because it shows that you've studied something. You can use assignments 
and projects that you get in these courses and then use that to actually show like, all right, like this is what I can do. Okay, so I always encourage people, especially if you're taking business classes or you're taking any classes that involve creating presentations or doing research or doing some type of analysis, leverage those projects in your portfolio to get you started, okay? The next thing that you wanna think about is like, all right, like you can leverage these projects. There are tons of different um, platforms to do online learning, right? Like Coursera, Udemy, Udacity, YouTube, just look up massively open online courses, MOOCs, M-O-O-C, and leverage that to get started. So once you got that, you're gonna be good, okay? So leverage your school projects. The next thing that you wanna think about is, all right, I know you're not gonna really like this, man, but do work for free. Like, I know we wanna get paid and we wanna, you know, monetize and all that, but we always gotta remember that the long-term view is the best view. So find business owners, find small businesses, find entrepreneurs, find up and coming creatives and figure out how can you do work for free um, and use that in your portfolio. So if you know somebody who has a problem that you are interested in solving, reach out to them. Be like, yo, be honest, like I'm just starting out. I'm a student, you know, I'm an up and coming consultant, but I really love your business. I really love what you're doing. You inspire me. And so I want to be a part of what it is that you got going on. And then just let them know that you're willing to work for free if you can get a case study and some testimonials at the end of the project so that you can have something to actually show for your skills and abilities. Easy, 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 simple, and highly, highly recommended way to get started, okay? So leverage free work, use that to get testimonials, use that to get the case studies, be open about it, reach out to any small-scale entrepreneurs because you know they probably need the help and will probably really, really appreciate that. And then it'll also give you a chance to iron out the kinks and figure out what, how do you like working? What type of clients do you want to work with? What's your working style, etc. Okay, so that's the second tip. Um, do free work. The third tip is research and analysis, right? So one thing that you'll actually see is with agencies um, and with a lot of um, just service-based companies, um, they put out white papers, right? They actually just do research to show their thinking. Their, their investment horizons, like their thesis on the market and um, on, the, on the customers and on the niche and the problems that they're solving, right? That's why they put out those white papers. So think about how you can put out white papers of your own. Do research on a specific topic, right? And then when you do that research, turn it into a report and then publish the actual report. After you're done doing research and stuff, there are other things that you can actually do to help you build your credibility as well. And that is articles. Like, I love, I love articles because it allows you to take somebody else's work, something that somebody else is doing, and then figure out how can you leverage that for your own means, right? So it's like, it's kind of like a quick start guide. And articles are good because articles can show, again, your thinking, they can show your, your personality, they can show your point of view on an industry, on a problem, on a market, and then you can leverage that to be like, yo, like this is what I can do, this is the type of work that we love doing, and we would love to partner with you to actually make it happen. So think about what's happening in your industry, what's happening in your niche, what are some current events, like what are companies that are trending, like what are some hot topics that are trending on Twitter, and how can you provide commentary or insight or an opinion on what's happening in those, um, in those categories, and then leverage that for your portfolio and leverage that to show, again, your thinking and your POV and your mindset and how you solve problems, all right? So that is the third tip. 
research and analysis, and then also leveraging articles. Um, another great tip um, is for you to think about, um, what should you think about? Well, let me think about it. <laughs> you should think about um, leveraging other people's work, right? So if you're trying to enter a new niche and you know that you, know, you can solve these problems, you can add value, you can get some cool stuff going on, like think about now like other people who are already maybe 10 steps ahead of you, two steps ahead of you, or maybe just one step ahead of you in the same niche or in the same industry who are also providing those types of services. And then think about like, how can you team up with them and do like a joint venture slash partnership? Because maybe you can set up an agreement with someone um, where it's like, okay, dude, I know you got your portfolio, but I got some clients that we could work with. Can I leverage your portfolio as my portfolio? And then we can form like uh, a team right a subcontractor team where it's like we'll team up to solve this problem i'll leverage your portfolio to close the deal and then we'll work together on the project or i'll just give you a finder's fee or a commission for allowing that transaction to actually happen this is something that me and one of my homies did when we were bidding on a project maybe two years ago me and my homie scotty check him out he's an amazing designer musical artist just multidisciplinary creative um, like he does identity and branding design, logo design and stuff like that. I'm more focused on the UX and marketing side. And then when we were bidding on a project, you know, we combined both of our portfolios and came to the client like, yo, when you come with us, you're gonna get a package deal. So here's a great way for you to get started, okay? So think about other people who are in the same game as you, who you can combine portfolios with and leverage that to close more deals. And let's do a quick commercial break for the views. You see me? That's a cool little pool. Yeah, I, I, I like that. I like that. All right. So that's that's my next tip. Okay. Think about how you can partner with others. Okay. And then the additional tip behind that is um, personal projects. And this is a big one because a lot of times, you know, you're like, okay, well, I can't get somebody to pay me for this work right now, or you know, I can't get somebody to even let me work on their project for free. Uh, I'm not really a research person, so I don't want to write this research right now or write these articles. But there are other things that you can do, which is like solve your own problem. Put yourself in the position of being a client. It's like, hey, I want to create an app. I want to do a photography campaign. So let me curate my own project and then use that to actually get clients. And this is something that I actually did when I first got started. So I've been freelancing for um, what? I think like over four years now. Um, and uh, I took a break around around year two or three because I was like, oh man, I didn't have my process, I didn't have my team, I didn't have all that stuff set up. So it was a lot going on. But what I did was like during that time when I was on break, I started working on a startup idea with my co-founder, Abraham. Um, so we were working on an education startup and I was basically the PM, the product manager on the entire thing. So I helped um, do all of the research I helped put together PowerPoint presentations like documenting our analysis and our pitch. I helped create our business model, our customer profiles, and I had like lots of documents mapping all of this out because again, this was like a legit startup, right? Um, and then I also designed the whole thing. So we had the designs and we had everything mapped on like what this is, why we're doing it and all that good stuff. Um, but then we ultimately decided not to actually launch the project, right? So this is a key point we decided to pivot away from the startup and we took a break that startup has now become the inner circle which you can check out now just shoot me a dm um, courses community all the stuff they didn't teach you in school about entrepreneurship and business and like personal and professional development but um 
Originally, the startup was a failure. We didn't launch. We didn't have the technical talent to build it. We weren't ready to go to market because we were focused on the Caribbean initially and we were based in the US. A lot of different things. But you know what? I said, okay, dude, I did all this work for a year. Me and my homie were spending five hours, eight hours, entire weekends working on this thing all day, every day. But I'm like, you know what, bro? I should just show this to people because I mean, I did it. Even if we didn't launch it, like the thinking and the design and the product direction, the strategy behind it is fuego. So I literally took all that work that I did, I turned into a giant case study that I posted on LinkedIn, on Medium, on Twitter and Instagram. You guys can check it out now. Um, I showed our process, I showed the design, and I showed the results. Because although we didn't launch, we still um, got featured in the Jamaica Gleaner. Uh, and we were invited to speak at an event where there were members of parliament and a lot of cool stuff, right? So still didn't launch, but had some cool stuff happen. I showed that entire process in a case study. And that case study is what kicked everything off from my agency and has catapulted me into this new phase of business growth that I'm in right now. And so literally, um, that case study got me one client who I helped to build that travel app for. And then that case study, documenting it that on Instagram, sharing it, posting on my story, that got me another client who turned out to be a huge retainer client that I'm still working with to this day. Um, and then that client got me another client, then another client, and then all throughout the process, I'm gathering testimonials, I'm gathering more proof of work, I'm building out my portfolio, and I'm now in a really, really, really good place, all because of a project that I did for myself that technically failed. Think about that. It technically didn't launch, technically nothing became of it, but that's what led me to actually growing the business to this level that it is today. So think about what are things that you want to actually create for yourself? How can you do those projects? And make sure you're taking notes, you're blogging, you're documenting everything that's involved in the process, and then you leverage that documentation, you leverage that case study that you create for your personal project to be like, hey, this is my work, this is my portfolio, this is something that um, I can do for you, right? So not only did I get that, but I also mastered my own process in the process as well, okay? So that is a really, really, really great strategy. Personal projects, using them as portfolio pieces. And I'll let you guys in on a little secret, but you gotta promise you won't tell, okay? All right. When I present these projects to clients, I actually don't mention that it's a personal project, I just say, hey, this is a client that came to us to develop an education app, and then boom, here's the app, check it out, it's dope, you should work with me, let's make it happen, right? You don't have to tell them it's a personal project, you know, you, can, you don't have to lie and say that it's not. I always say, you know, Abraham founded the idea, which is true, it was his original idea and I was brought in to help execute and like bring the vision to life from a technical and product standpoint, but like you can think about how do you frame things so that you, you know, you know, you don't take away that credibility and social proof because sometimes people want to know that you've done work for others or done other types of work, which is that social proof component, right? Um, to show that you're a valuable consultant, okay? So personal projects is another key, key, key way for you to build out your portfolio. So let's do a quick recap of all the tips that we talked through today because I know it was a lot. Um, number one was school, <laughs> research projects from school, presentations, all that good stuff. Number two is thinking about how can you do work for free? 
How can you do work for free and then leverage that to build your portfolio? Number three was research and analysis. How can you put out your own white papers, your own thesis, your own, um, even think about like a science fair project um, for your agency and put that out into the world. Number four is actually articles, right? How can you put out your perspective, your POVs, your opinion on what's happening in the industry and then leverage that to actually build your portfolio? Um, and then number five um, is taking other people's projects or partnering with other people um, to actually position um, yourself as an expert. So if they already got the work, let them know like, hey, I'll give you a commission on this sale if you let me use your work to sell it. Or you tell them, hey, let's combine our portfolios together, right? And then let's divide the profits on this project and let's attack it like that. And then um, I think number five or six, I don't know what number I'm on, um, is actually uh, leveraging personal projects, things that you're building for yourself, right? And showing your entire process, your entire thinking, the results, all the good stuff, all the key decisions that were made and use that for your portfolio. So all of those things you can do without having anybody pay you, without having any paying clients, um, and you can use that to build your portfolio. So Glory, anyone else who's an early stage creative consultant, early stage freelancer who's looking to grow their business, these are great ways to build credibility, build social proof, build your process out, figure out what types of clients and stuff you actually wanna work for without having anybody pay you in the beginning, and then you can take those that thinking and that process and then flip it into some coins. You dig what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> so I hope this was valuable for you guys. As always, you already know what it is. Own your power, give back, leave no stone unturned. Black Lotus, we out, baby. <laughs>
uh, content on social media. So if you love fashion, if you love photography, if you love street style, if you love women's wear, um, there's a lot to love with Jade. If you love art, if you love spiritual content, um, if you love just seeing a carefree black woman do her thing, you definitely want to tap in with her. So a uh, huge shout out to Jade. You can find her on Instagram at Jade Nikayla. J-A-D-E-N-I-K-A-Y-L-A-H. She's awesome. Um, been tapped in with her since like since the high school days. We were both creating content early. Then uh, we reconnected in college. And now a couple years after that, we're both well into our own journeys as creatives and it's just beautiful to have people you can look to who are also shining in their own right so definitely tap in with the homie you already know what it is man own your power give back and leave no stone unturned but black lotus out <laughs> peace it's time for the song of the day yay Today's song of the day is Ghana Gyal Groove. Very groovy song. It's more of a chorus heavy, interlude heavy. One of those things you can kind of just vibe to. Very carefree, um, but you should enjoy it. Uh, what inspired this song choice was actually the shout out to the homie Jade. You know, uh, Ghana Gyal Groove is a shout out to all the beautiful young ladies of the world, especially the beautiful african and melanated ladies we love we love everyone but you know what i'm saying we got to get our shout outs in ain't nothing wrong with showing some love to our black queens um so that's what this song is all about um just having fun with it i was challenging myself to make like an afrobeat style song afro swing style song where like structurally it's actually just a series of hooks like repeated um, so I was like, okay, let me see what that would actually be like. And like, you know, um, I took some lyrical inspiration from a whiz kid because he's always talking about, oh yeah, wine your body. <laughs> you know, whiz kid has so many little uh, sayings and things that he does, but he just adds so much swag and sauce to it. So that, that inspired me with this track. So I hope you enjoy it and I'll catch you on the other side. Mm.
Yeah.